for today's channeled guidance for my 5D lions. You're all roaring with love and crowns. If you're a 5D, every person roars. Their crowns may be different, but they roar. And some are blind roars, but they're still roars. So let's begin with the collective that is not in their functional adult love language. When you encounter people who are on a journey to become their own Zen masters, you already know that you will meet what is pure consciousness, and that's unconditional love. And so a person who knows they have flaws and imperfections and they don't need to shame themselves or others. And that would be any person who, no matter how old you are, you will have moved out of your shame cycle. You will have moved out if you had that. Some don't have it at all. The three-year-old me didn't have shame in telling my mother, don't spank me. And I did not have shame when I went ahead to try and make my suitcase to leave. That's called a differentiated self. And it's called a actual optimal way of being able to say to somebody, I think and feel differently than you. Now, here's the deal. Adaptive children, which are people who don't actually become their own Zen masters, they, they don't like to hear things like this. They think it means you're not going to be part of the community. But what they don't realize is the feeling behind it. And so they're not differentiated. They're driven by needing to belong and or have certainty. So their mammalian heritage is uh, we need to see the same, we need to sue the same, we need to secure the same, uh, we need to feel safe in the same meaning. If you're different, then I don't feel safe. And no, you can't actually express that. And, you know, it is something very specific to common sense folk, the functional adults, when uh, something is in need of uh, addressing, which is not a conversation. Conversation is actually something where we're wasting air, but we like to waste air together because nothing is actually wasted. That is the spirit of those who do have expansion of consciousness always since we stay unconsciously loving. Even if we will have felt that some have wasted our time, the wisdom of ourselves knows it's untrue. What's the wisdom? Again, pure consciousness has no time frame. So consistently expanding to be more loving is what the love cycle people are, and which is why I gave you me as a three-year-old. Because I only know Purusha Prakriti, and if I forget how to pronounce it, you guys know I have a horrible memory, I only know Samadhi, Mahasamadhi, with anything, basically, I and other things are not one thing. My name's Maria, I got a body, and I know how to navigate it and share it with you all. So, on this lovely day, which is uh, day two, I think, or something like that, into our true lion's roar, because I only speak to those who want to truly roar, and that means you are only going to be a compassionate, beyond reason person. You don't fall for the tricks of Maya land, 4D land, and think that you're better than somebody because you got Claire's. You don't even remotely consider talking about your oversoul as if somebody is the quote-unquote bad person of your group because you will have already at a young age understood that this whole bad good thing. Yes, we love to see good win, but good is unconditional love. It's not about the uh, good, the word. So... Zen masters know that there is no good or bad. 
they are in a land of equanimity from their body, which is why they're masters of themselves. And that's also why we don't make it our mission to try to prove we're right. As we move out of black and white thinking, which only teenagers are in, but a lot of adults, they stay their adaptive child, fight teenager. So here's how the psychoeducators are teaching people that consult with people how to handle, for example, topics that are very sensitive, such as microaggressions, as well as minority and microaggressions. And there are those who like to think of themselves as leaders when they are in charged states. They are not leaders. Leaders know how to stay within a ventral vagal tone. At least that's for the Zen masters. That's for the grown-ups. Because we do understand when a person gets into their Kali mode, what we understand more than anything is there's no need for them to be in this vindictive, poisonous, uh, actual chemistry of their fight response, which is stressing their body out because they're in sympathetic and their brain dumbs down by the minute as that cortisol makes its way to the hippocampus and allows itself to surround it so anger is not a tool of the smart and passionate mm, here's where if you actually are able to handle every single item that is personal and we don't all have it handled i know i had one of my moments with my trigger for example, uh, with my lovely twin, but it was a specific situation presented in a specific format and comparing in a equation that I had no need to be in, in addition, using an example and that was being in a space of justifying a situation that needed no, especially after so much time, un still justification so it is not the land of the right or wrong when we are emotionally triggered for these Zen masters it is the land of i was triggered and i'm sorry which is exactly what i did eventually and in the moment instead the mediator of my lovely twin and i is my lovely younger sister who was like okay okay can calm down maria <laughs> tina my sister's name is Tina. You expressed this in a way that triggered, don't you know how? So my lovely younger sister, Martina, Martina. Anybody? That's the story of the name. At least that's how we were told it. So she's special. She has both our names. <laughs> she is a great mediator. And that's what families can do. We have a way that we can do the whole fuck you, fuck you, and still love each other because we all work with our two-year-old and we have people that know how to calm us down as we are engaging in personal passionate. So this imperfection and flaws is very well aware of the room of the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. Uh, yes, the people who keep thinking that Enlightenment Soul Age Group people are uh, somehow dull and no emotions and living in the mountains somewhere, they have a very specific uh, soul age group that's the spirituality soul age group people it's not the enlightenment soul age group people so they don't know the difference and they think that a person who's living in the mountains and sitting and has been doing a specific lifestyle they are enlightened for sure they're connected to pure consciousness that's for sure but they're not in the enlightenment soul age group 
because we walk with the people and we talk with the people. Now, some of the spirituality soul age group people, they walk with the people and talk with the people. We know of them. And they, in fact, are gurus and they enlighten. They don't teach. No, they are a light to a doorway that dismantles everything so that you may have a openness to expand your consciousness. And how our lovely Sadhguru says, love means you being able to nurture a life beyond prejudice and opinion. Love also means you do what you want to do, I do what I want to do, and nobody loves anyone less. And if you heard the lion's roar and the part about how amazing the essence of life in its pure form with the essence of pure consciousness is in the body of a true spicer for lifer. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a person with true confidence. And so they don't actually have many of those emotional triggers except for where they do. And believe me when I say it will most likely, for those who are newbies to this lovely town, it will be family. And that's it. That is it. Because if you're a Zen master, the only people who you, who you will be, I mean, obviously, again, this is hypothetical. For all I know, I'll meet a 13-year-old who says, hey, guess what I get to do? Here, let me share my story. And I'll say, come on over. Let's share with the IHP community how it is to be a Zen master. That's because we all can be Zen masters, as pointed out also by our lovely Sadhguru. You can be him, snap and done. In fact, it is that easy. It's called you working with your brain and your embodied brain, so your nervous system getting out of fight response, which those who don't realize they are in it, they slowly lose uh, lucidity, clarity, and in fact, they're so honed in, their ears don't hear anymore. The people who are aware, so the minute that I was aware, I was like, okay, I'm taking it overboard, I began to calm down, get out of that zone, and to just disengage, and that's it, because I didn't have anything to contribute to the conversation. It was not my conversation. I had reacted. This is the difference. And so I apologize. That was my duty to do as a Zen master human being adult. And here's the beauty of when people unconditionally love each other. It's the actual, of course, I know you love me and that you reacted. It's okay. We all get stressed. So again, enlightenment soul age group. It's not in the meaning that you've mastered all of those physical aspects yet. No, we still have a couple or more. And so welcome, welcome Zen Masters. I hope you're enjoying the ride. And I know that for you, family is not training grounds. Family is everything. And that's why our Oversoul expands. So we have twin flame, flames, soulmates. We have everyone in the name of the book of all of it. And there are no energy vampires and there are no dark auras and evil does not exist. We do not believe in the whole demon or not. No, we actually have what is a relationship with the energetic imprint of pure consciousness. So we do know about love and we know about our differences and we understand that we're not going to be the same or think the same or feel the same and that sometimes we get reactive and that that means we can say we're sorry and try again. Unfortunately, a lot of people have been given instructions by adoptive children who are non-disciples, and so they're not Zen masters, but they look like it. And because other adoptive children are not yet sure of themselves and how to handle their own personality when these and their emotions, so all of it, they look to people who give them strict rules. 
it's a very sad story when you see people that think they're badass and they're not because they're a pattern of a very specific structure that you will notice a mile away as soon as your Krishna Leela you start having fun and that's very very straightforward because they take everything to a level that is completely boring and unnecessary so um, they become formal rigid uh, you name it man I mean I don't even know how many man women they it's it's a quite the uninteresting interactions um, so that's where people who stay within the middle they go they head on over so they laugh together but then when they're with other groups they're all pretty rigid and whatnot because if you don't speak the way they want you to speak and if you don't behave the way oh and if you don't love apparently there's ways that people with conditions love which is calculating and considering how many times you can communicate with each other what you can do together what you can't do together you know that's exactly where all the uh, very much possessive people are with their relationships and that's because they want to have the emotional security that they are more special than another human being and therefore that they will not be taken from them. And here's where that's the monogamy of those couples. It's unfortunate that when there's non-monogamy that happens and they call it cheating that they can't get it together and say let's do ethical non-monogamy or let's see what's the deal with our disconnect and let's understand it from a mental and emotional plane let's work with our unresolved trauma and or attachment ruptures because that's what it's going to be let's work with our adaptive child and as terry real says your partner in your relationship is not your parent adults don't get abandoned the child gets abandoned so the defectiveness heartbreak gut wrench feeling is of the infant of the one-year-old you not the adult you but those adaptive children who don't know how to say they're sorry, for example, when they're triggered emotionally, they weren't taught that you can repair ruptures. They weren't taught how to behave like an actual adult. That's why they like the leaders that are rigid. That way they don't have to learn how to go with the flow because they're actually not handling their right mode. And the right mode is what deals with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from within with your own flow. This is also why they're very rigid, that they're not fun to be around. Especially when they begin trying to prove they're right or prove you're wrong or prove you're evil or prove whatever it is that their distorted self, because blind lions think they're roaring, but again, they're blind and they don't know what they're roaring at. So the people who stay misaligned and in hell, both from a psychoeducational perspective, a shame cycle is hell, and people that have unresolved trauma in actual addictive behaviors that are maladaptive responses to unresolved trauma so also attachment again wounds ruptures all of it they don't know how to nurture their well-being their mental or their emotional or their physical in fact some over drink compulsively or not some over do sex compulsively or not it's their go-to to stress relief so if a person's aware their third eye is open they would know oh I do this when I'm stressed, so it's a stress relief, but wait a minute, why am I stressed? Mm, my nervous system, let me rhythmically breathe, okay, what else is going on? Oh, there are some things that I'm dealing with that are uncertain, unknown, unwanted, that are really, really challenging. And so here's where our Zen masters are, all people who make sense of challenging situations because they navigate their left and right mode and they move into integration of the mind. 
And so they become Zen masters of themselves and they always forgive all people because forgiveness is a word we just use to say, we know the past is the past, all is gone. And, you know, we're all human. We're all flawed and perfect. I'm going to get stressed out. You're going to get stressed out. Now, the people who continue to say evil exists, nah, leave them alone for now, please. This is a platform where we know evil doesn't exist, FYI. So if you don't uh, understand this word, let me break it again. Every one of you was a zero-month-old infant. And the last trimester of pregnancy of the individual who you may or may not call a parent, this I don't know, but they had an effect on your nervous system too. So if they were dysregulated, you had that. And if you had stressed hormones, your brain had cortisol, and that affects your brain and it affects the fetus. So the fetus is affected and dysregulated. So you get born in a world already without having had a sense of necessarily ease within the belly. And your body will have already began to try to protect you because our body is going to protect you. you. Your body is yours, like mine. It's mine. I'm a human. My name's Maria. You actually do have a self, according to the neuroscientists, that don't say, oh, no, ancients are more right than my machines that show me where the self seems to be located, which is here in the right mode of your brain in the executive area. And here is, let me explain to you, Patrick McNamara, thank you. So the one who supports ancients, he's trying to tell all of neuroscience, disregard what you're finding. Self doesn't exist. He doesn't understand that left mode is what he's talking about. So when people don't understand what they're talking about, and so they tell you about the monkey brain, or the doll brain, or the butterfly brain, or the one siphon honing on in brain, or the I'm enamored with myself brain, these are all people who do not have complete access to their right brain. So when their uncomfortable emotions come up from unresolved trauma or charge states, they don't handle them like Zen masters. They handle them with their left mode alone, and their left mode has nothing to do with handling sensations. Because, see, to handle your sensations, this is the minute where you start rhythmically breathing. You hone in on, wow, I have a heart that's racing right now. Wow, I have a, it's called a lot of energy. Oh, I'm actually charged. I'm really pissed right now. This is what it means to start handling your right mode and to have a third eye that's actually awakened. Well, I'm pretty rude right now. Let me calm down. This is what it means to become a spirituality process and put your personalities aside to transformational lead. You don't transformational lead. You're just a lion who can roar really, really well because you say, okay, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to take a step back and behave like an actual decent human being versus what this is, which is not decency. It's just something people make look cool on TV. It's not cool. It's you out of your actual element because your true element, and if you tap into it, here's where you'll know why adrenaline is zero. Zero, negative, negative, negative. It's actually quite, mm, not even, I don't, uh, yeah, negative, negative, actually, now that I think about it. Um, it's sickening to the stomach to restorative embodied self person. Because after the fact, there's like a whole way your nervous system needs to get back into regulation. Uh, and really, there's nothing that is in adrenaline that mm, is comparable to when you are the pure energy of you with pure consciousness. And that's something only a body and a person whose mind wants to move themselves into this human experience called body so you actually say, wow, I'm a human. Besides this whole idea of spirituality and love is my oxytocin gene hormone on, which can only happen if I am engaged in my brain, in my ventral vagal nervous system, in social engagement. So I feel safe in my body and brain. 
And so your integrated mind has a down-regulated default mode network. It's not scanning neuroception. Others in the self is not scanning to say, can I turn on my safe, my green button or not? This is what 5D land is like, only green. So we're getting yelled at, green. We are triggered, we calm down, we get to green. And we say sorry and we're like, ah, we're trying again. Next time we'll get it right. So love is love and it's always unconditional with those lovely imperfections and then handling those interactions in a way that can bring forth expansion. So we create safe haven, secure base relationships. We create secure connections. So we create the ability for grown-ups to talk together. The adaptive children, they don't want to grow up. So they disconnect. How do they do that? They simply create a wall all on their own. And really, they move away. They build walls. There's a variety. They have groups they go to. They isolate. And that's where they stay. And what we have, in fact, as our world transitions, the groups of adaptive children are not of your interest because they are actually very rigid they're limited, they're not disciples. If they were, they would move into their ability to speak with respect to each other. And when we're on complete opposing political, religious, or any type of view, to continue to talk with the tone of, I respect and I do disagree. I do disagree, though. The ability to stand and disagree is very important to note uh, and to sit. And it isn't always easy especially with your loved ones. And that's actually the immediate family, your immediate oversoul. Because your immediate oversoul is who you handle these types of very important conversations with. So we'll look into this in a minute because that actually is a specific spot for love cycle. We don't treat it as a training ground. It's a playground. For shame cycle people, it's a training ground until they move into the playground of being a human being. And that's only if, again, you start navigating left and right mode equally as an integrated mind in your restorative embodied self. So you're at ease with people that are completely opposite in perspectives with you. And that means you respect them and you understand that you're not the only human in town and that there's a tone called respect. And it means you're in a knowing that it's not, I'm, oh, I have to put up with you. No. It's I acknowledge that you and I have different opinions. You can have triggers, I can have triggers. You and I think, feel differently. We're what's called differentiated selves. You and I have different passions and purposes. If we care, we actually want to see the shiny eyes, the shiny heart. want to see all of what can come forth. So we're going to say, you're amazing. And even when we're completely disagreeing, oh my gosh, I love you. Like, wow. Can you be, and here's where Zen Master and Zen Master, oh, is that fire? Now that is true fire because you got two adults who don't take things personally. Oh my gosh, is it hard to find Zen Masters out there? I'm wondering because I know there's a lot of spirituality people out there, but they're all pretty boring to us because they live one type of lifestyle, I must say, and they're not yet in the Zen Mastery. The people who are 4D, they're unattractive completely. They are in venom and unfortunately they are not actually healing because they believe in evil and that they're light workers and others are not and that those dark auras are dark auras when they're not. They're people who are using the dark sides of neuroplasticity and they need actual compassion and tones that are respectful and point out, you know, 
if because usually people who don't actually want to heal they don't have the desire to be around true love they don't want true love because they don't believe they unconditionally deserve love they're defective and if somebody actually loves them what happens to a person who feels defective is they're going to deflect and say no no I'm evil, so you must be evil too because you love me. You can't love me. It's a sad story because they actually trick themselves. And it's very, very unfortunate because if you had a smart person, the minute they would speak out of their mouth something like that, they'd be like, what am I talking about? Why am I calling a person who loves me evil? Oh, what? I'm, I think I'm evil? Is that actually normal to think of myself like that? Aren't I going against the actual life that I am? And see, this is where shame, because they feel defective, they will twist their nose at somebody who says, be yourself. No, I have to change. I'm, I'm, I'm not good. Humans aren't good. No, no, humans need to change. They need to be told how to change. And they got leaders who tell them stuff like that. They tell them emotions are stupid. They tell them compassion is stupid. They tell them all people's two-year-olds. You got to see how many people fall for it because they're not recognizing that calling yourself stupid is you criticizing yourself, which means you're in a shame cycle. They don't know the word and they don't believe in it, even if you tell them. Because they will say, no, I am a shitty, shitty human being. So a person, instead of being objective, and the moment they call another human, e human being evil because that human being loves them, this is really something, I, I want to spell it out. Because, you see, Basil van der Kolk and all the very, very expert people who work with trauma people, they, they consistently spell out to me just how much this will happen. But this happens, do you know where? In the brain, the person's ruminating. So they're actively choosing their thoughts. And they're actively ignoring their sensations. So they're actively ignoring, I feel shitty about myself. And they're actively honing in on an element externally and pointing a finger at a human being. And they're actively unaware, apparently, that they're, no, they're not. They're where they're making what is called an opinion, a judgment, and a shaming or blaming or faulting, or let me call you evil because you love me. You know what has happened when I've pointed out to some people who I've walked through structural dissociation? No, no, I was conscious about it. I knew, but I just didn't mean it. So I love that I can explain to people why to be compassionate to anyone who is an adaptive child and to just turn around and know that if they want to continue to expand, you will turn around together. If they don't, they will be ones who will build a wall so thick that they will be completely away from you. That's why any person who loves doesn't have to do anything because our oversoul only expands. We do not deny compulsive thieves, so those who have attachment ruptures or trauma ruptures, unresolved trauma. We do not deny them the forgiveness. We don't need to forgive them. The past is bygones. We have compassion. When we're stressed, we get emotional too. We totally understand. And they just, you know, took it where words came out of their mouth. But the blind lion is not a lion that can see, and it's also deaf lion, so they can't hear. And since they're blind and deaf, it's an unfair situation. It's really a child again. So it's okay. It's not a zombie. Because they'll consciously go around and gossip with other people and make fun of the people that they actually point fingers at, and they're going to find solace that way. 
and they're going to settle into a very, very, very not fun life, by the way, because living out of envy, jealousy, and that gossip stuff, I know the energy because I know people who live it. It's very humorous when they actually try to engage with people that they want to have fun with because they like to tease people. Like they actively want to be in scenarios so that they can then go with the friends that think like they do. It's called social reality. And then they get to attribute, you know, it's, uh, there's a card in my chakra deck. It's called, it's a, for the heart chakra. And it's one where the town of a, of a bunch of people, they gossip about this one person because they're different. But really all of them want to be like that person. So Zen masters know that we're all special. And so we do love our compulsive individuals. Uh, we are sad to see them vibe in such a low vibration, but for them, not for us. But we love to see when they're happy together and, you know, talking about the things that make them happy. Eh, when they complain, you know, we're not really ones to be too big because they're complaining. It means they're upset. It means that they are stressed out. We know what it's like to be a person who has stress. So we are compassionate again. We're not bored, we're not frustrated, and we're not going to remove our space and time from our loved ones because our two-year-old doesn't want to emotionally engage with people who complain about life. We will find that that's quite selfish to not be able to support your loved ones while they're stressed out and complaining about life. Kind of sounds childish, and it kind of sounds like you don't know how to actually always be on, which is true. Some people can't. Because, see, they're not in those relationships to be just secure connections. They want to be seen and heard and soothed in the exact way that they want. Oh, and I forgot, they don't know how to handle their self-regulation. So because they don't know how to move into compassion and they're only using their mirror neurons, so they do the whole, I'm scanning the territory to serve others and not myself, or I'm scanning to strategically see how to figure out so they're not in green. I forgot to mention that. So they're not navigating anything. They're just their addictive behaviors of maladaptive responses to their unresolved trauma. They haven't handled any of their charge states. Nope. So they don't know about their one three-year-old, attached, panicky, three-seven, shame, submissive. They're freeze. They don't know about their flight, 11, 12. The freeze is all ages. And they don't know about their fight, 14, 15, 16 except for when they're calling someone else evil and making up an excuse and not actually noticing why would I call a person that I've known, for example, so long, so long, because if it's a stranger, you wouldn't really call them evil, would you? You don't even know them. So you're going to judge a book by its cover and call yourself enlightened? Hmm, I don't think 5D is really going to agree with that. Yeah, yeah, you're 4D, you're dualistic, you're separation consciousness. Apparently you don't know pure consciousness at all. Otherwise, you'd know we're one big ball of energy and this word evil, again, mm, does not exist in the words of a person who uses 5D. If you know what it is, I, I use titles on purpose. I'm a mystic and intuitive and uh, just regular human being who can tell you integration of the mind, restorative embodied self, open heart, and it's not falling out anywhere. It's actually full of love. A love that is so amazingly enriched. It's amazing. And with people, by the way. Oh, I love my people. And I love when I meet new people. The ones who are fiercely loving, though, not fiercely fearful. The fiercely fearful, they come pretty much to the surface quite quickly, I have to say. 
And it's nice to see them come out quickly. That way we don't have to use fiercely loving manners because you know what happens when you fiercely love. So when you actually attempt to share a constant spice, pure consciousness is a, yeah, I'm going to say it, man. It's, it's a real bummer when you see something like this happen in life. And when you see it happen religiously and then you notice that all other people, the only people that don't seem to understand this are the ones who, I'm not even going to go there. So when you fiercely love because you fiercely love life, and so you actually engage in a one-to-one relationship. Now I'm polyamory, so remember that, because I have twin flames, soulmates, all my lovely connections and more. I unconditionally love my entire oversoul, all humanity. Of course, I'm going to be enriched by Zen masters. That's a given because functional adults know how to be spicers of life, always. Because we don't have any ego that says, oh my God, you just offended me and, I, and, and the body doesn't get rigid. So the ego actually doesn't get into this, oh my God, they offended me. It's, wow, they have a different opinion. How awesome is that? Fuck, high five you. Let's talk about this one. I'm curious now. So this is what Zen master life is like. Okay, so when we have people like that, uh, we'll notice. And so far, I've got wiggle room people, okay? So it's uh, something that is in progress because we get to be, that's why polyamory, we get to be safe havens and secure bases. So the people who become secure connections, they come in and out. You know, it's on and off in the sense that whenever it's time to gather, but it's the secure attachments that we want to look into as we move forward because, you know, right now it's 2023 and we're just beginning to have 5D mystics and 5D functional adults, which is the community that we get to look to build my lovely IHP. So as we build what is a clear Zen master, which is, again, I have people who are, they're pro-life, I'm pro-choice. We've actually had talks about this and we've agreed it's a good thing. Neither one of us is ruler of the world because we would not do something that the other would want. But we also agree to understand that our most important interest is to support humanity to keep on physically living and to have sustainability. And so that's air, water, food. And then it's countries getting along. So in these very important and beautiful, amazing, enriching conversations, this is what we come to arrive at thanks to not being people who take things personally. When we meet people who take things personally, that's the minute we know we don't have a Zen master. We will keep in mind the verbiage that is of support so that the people know we care because we do. We'll also learn not to talk about topics that upset them because we don't want to upset anyone. And if they get upset, it means that their adaptive child is there, the ego. And so again, Zen masters don't speak if not to repeat themselves. When we learn about those who are in yellow and red not hearing we need to learn how to speak the roar or the language of the blind and the deaf. And that's why it depends on what that is. Okay? So love is you do you, I do me. And the I do me Zen master is not going to get into a waste of time discussion with somebody who's going to want to try to prove something or get all agitated for no other reason except for they know everything 
They want you to agree with them because if you don't, then they're going to feel rejected. So their defectiveness, shame is up. So these are all the people who are not moving anywhere this year. They will not actually open up their eyes and see the roar that they can be. They will not move into what we're going to instead finish up our lovely channeled guidance with. They're not going to move into being their peace and knowing that love is all around. They won't move into realizing that no thing was wasted, no time with any of the people, and they will not move into their complete healed and therefore complete third eye activation, complete 5D-ness, complete higher heart, complete self, the adult version of them. So the adult version is instead they unconditionally love themselves with flaws and imperfections and they know how to follow their dreams and they know how to say, you support me to move there, I support you to move there and our hearts are full of a fire that does not lower at all. No, no, no. Because if your eyes can see pure love and pure consciousness, you're not going to for sure build any kind of wall or run away. No, no, you're going to... Again, if a person can see, they can see. And it's very different than the, again, illusion of those who think that this equates, we're always, you know, to the hip, one next to each other, to the hip, hook me up to your hip. So the love that I want to share is with my Zen masters because you're the ones who are going to get to meet up with these lovely new people as they slowly mature into their own roar. So when a person with the energies of the, we have an 8-8 portal coming up, and that's the part of the energies have, every year you know this, we will have just passed the very, very um, peak. The peak of Lion is that you've been presented something very challenging emotionally and mentally to handle and physically perhaps for some that's the peak and so for the ones who express it from a place of fearfully fearful life's fucking shitty humans suck and everything is okay and some will say uh these people are karmics and they are energy vampires and they put a spell and they are evil and i am the light worker and oh my gosh they're coming to get all of us we need to create a battlefield ground so that's others um some will actually actively uh, just twist things beyond a shadow of a doubt to where I'm the victim here and everything that I did was right and how dare you all talk about me as if I'm the, uh, you're all delusional and crazy and I am right and you know, that person over there is evil. So there's, I'm serious. I know it sounds ridiculous, but believe me, I'm, I'm spelling out actual things that the collective of the people who are not in 5D land. Uh, some are, oh, let me give you the other end, because that's the lower toroidal field. The higher toroidal field of the blind lions are in, oh, wow, I'm in paradise. This is the best group of people. I finally have found all the things, everyone, and then the 
and they're one group and they're like and those are the enemies the system is the enemy that person's yeah anybody who has money is the enemy any billionaire is an enemy here's where the conspiracy is at and oh i'm so happy i'm in my oasis of haven i'm over here oh so nice i'm protected from everyone okay so those people are nowhere near uh, disciple land okay because they're not actually handling themselves like human beings i'm just saying and i'm here again as a mystic to say yeah that's not that's not you moving into any type of true what 5d excuse me because that's 4d mysticism so it's true to the mystics in fact here's the deal your life not mine as i've shared with my 4d peeps you have to do things according to what your body feels let us also remember though about psychoeducators because anytime life gets challenging remember your nervous system please remember to take your dreams carefully because we have neuroscientists who share how awful it is for nightmares to happen and therefore if you feel your window of tolerance and your suffering getting bigger we want to look to somatic sensory motor therapy please keep grounded in reality do not ever engage with any type of activity that involves you getting angry at anyone because that would be dangerous you don't want that that can lead you to harm so it's very straightforward how we're able to again speak to 4d and allow them to remember you follow what your unconscious says of course if you want the person who can take the spell off of you you go there but keep in mind the psychoeducators because if things get rough your brain is actively going through what is called a moment that is rigidity and you need someone to ensure that you stay as comfortable as possible and stable in your nervous system and your body Okay, you don't go saying, oh, just do shamanic ritual. No, 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 no. If you do anything ritual, is there a licensed and official somatic sensory motor trauma expert who you got? Do you know what these words even mean? Do you know about your mind and its importance and its value? So we don't shame because there's no need to shame people. There's need to empower through education. Even if people don't believe you, it doesn't matter. And through respect of what their love language is, in this case, 4D, or 3D for that matter, doesn't matter. So 3D, you know, this stuff that you do, it's not really good. It's, it's a little excessive. You're, you're physically not in the best spot right now, are you? Do you think that you could, you know, lighten up and do something? So there's many, these are all, by the way, not Zen master conversations. As you can tell, all of the energy is like, oh, okay, let's try to impart wisdom here. So I was trying to get to something very different, which is true lions that roar from their heart. And again, everyone's a true lion, but some of us, we know how to have Krishna Leela lion. And it's so much better because you're actually not needing to impart, hey, life is fun, okay? And, and then we actually can't even do that. We can't do life is fun. That's why the energy was completely flopped. Because now I'm actually needing to maintain a rigid stance because I'm near a body and or more that are completely, oh my God, I'm so, I mean, again, compassion head on. We do what any person who's going to care about their loved ones do. Let me make it so that I can do what is best and support someone who needs support. Okay, so we have a bunch of those people over there. Luckily for us, they all have groups, so they will navigate to people that actually have the same vibration because they don't want to be with people that love life 
let's move to the people who love life please because again compassion but some of us actually take life seriously and we know air water and food are serious and our country's getting along so this is a basic very basic our relationships and social time is all about you have your reality i've got mine and if we can have fun then that's great if not then we're not around each other that's it so when we have fun let's talk about fun safe haven secure base i want to hear every single one of the crazy wacko travels dream all of it so for me as a mystic a person who's like tell me more i want more about our future or i want more about the future or i want more about i don't know they have fun with it but they also know okay today is the day we need to go and do that other stuff is very important <laughs> how how's the energies how do you think is it good are we good to go so they actually have a little bit of fun with the bullshit about energy because see mystic land is again different than those who just say let me only do yoga let me only do yeah no we're good with playing with the elements and then no we don't play with the elements we like to engage in social interaction so we have fun with other people uh that's why we like all walks of life because we don't have again egos that get bruised so when somebody starts to get passionate i start to say okay i learn how to try and say that i'm okay with us being different are you okay with us being different because i really do enjoy our conversations and there you go and that's with people who don't know how to necessarily be in constant communication because they might not have handled their attachment uh, wiring yet but it is people who are aware of their inner well-being so that means they want more of consistent contingent communication and so they're open and receptive to their actual self and all people our bodies want to move back to the uh restorative mind the restorative embodied self and your mind wants to allow that unresolved trauma to be healed so the smart lions uh they don't reject pure love that's the first thing they actually see it and they compare that and that's why right now it's either blinds are on or blinds are off So year after year after year I've seen only a lot of blinds that are on okay but this year I sense there are those who are taking off the blinds and it's because of people that are zen masters like you those of you who are and if you are without a blind and you know why then I'm sure you know of somebody who is a person who has shared in one way shape or form with you the essence of life in its pureness So you will know a person who loves me actually gets excited for my job and then they remind me of things that make me excited and they ask me about things that make me excited and a person who sees me in my emotional trigger they don't shame me because I had a burst of anger and reacted and yelled at them or called them a name but they did say you know maybe we should work on this so we can talk better how how do we want to work on it depends on the situations right because some people it's it's an actual something you work on for others it's a random moment doesn't matter if it's a random moment but the insult part is something that you will address because anybody who knows anything about self empowerment will say don't call me a name if you actually mean it i mean it's one thing if we're speaking because this is where there's differences 
but still there's going to be a conversation. And, I mean, at the end of the day, the reality is if two people are safe haven, secure bases, they, they don't insult each other. This is what it means to be a person who's a functional adult in secure attachment. You don't actually, I mean, when, we're, when I curse here, it's express emotions of a topic. And in fact, people will say, ah, people don't curse in faith. That's true. I don't feel like cursing in front of a person at a person. It's about a topic because it expresses the energy of it, but not at a person. If it has happened, and I don't remember, I can't say it's, exa it's exempt, but if it ever has, it feels really odd. Like I don't feel right doing it. And it isn't out of shame, though. It's really the energy and the emotion. So here's, again, a person with a relationship with their body, heart, and mind knows all these things about themselves. So you can explain, which is where the people who actually are mistrustful of humanity, they think that's manipulation. They will actively say, you're making up excuses. Adaptive children are the ones who say that because they don't accept that you're actually explaining yourself because in their mind, they've already assumed based on their idea. So here, they're not reading you as you. They're reading you as their projected idea of what you are. And this is the difference with when a person truly sees another. And there's a way that you can see another and it is not by you deciding that what I explained to you is something that you think is me justifying. No, that's your assumption. The minute you use that word, you're assuming. So the minute you cannot take what I'm speaking to you as an explanation and you think I'm justifying myself, you are assuming to know and not listening. And so it's very easy for the ones of us who are a lion to know how to repeat and say, I'm not justifying. I'm actually trying to explain why you're repeating yourself because I'm trying to explain and I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm trying to give you the essence of what I'm trying to explain. You keep on rebuttaling and refuting it because you keep on not understanding because your adaptive child ears are not actually hearing me because you've already decided that I am using my mouth to make up. And this is all, again, that's... Uh, Something very, very much of uncomfortableness. But we understand it. So we have repeat patterns with people like that. The Zen masters, it's different. They're all expanding consciousness. So they see you for who you are. They hear you because they actually pick up when you're talking about things. And those are, they are very beautiful. They're the ones that have our hearts sing. Our hearts sing with them because they make us feel comfortable to be imperfect and flawed. That's when you know you have unconditional love. When they say to you, why do you make a big deal? It's, it's not a big deal. It's good. Just be yourself. I have at this point in my life, uh, I have a handful that actually have my body feel that way. One of them is a new addition. And it's very beautiful because it's beautiful when people have you feel good to be in your skin. That's what a true lion's roar wants to share. It's you're good to be you. And so for us, when people, again, are using words, we don't care because our egos don't be like, ah. We will notice or try to figure out if they like and enjoy time with us and if they are good with how we are and that's confirmed again and again, which is something very clear. So when people 
tell you that they want to hear what you have to share, they listen. And when, let's say, they are of less words, and they say so, we listen. And because it's a safe haven, secure base, always, it means you don't doubt it. Because that's what pure love, pure consciousness, and any person who's an adult knows. And I'll use the example, one of my friends, she likes to be scared. And I don't like to be scared. The first two times that I scared her by accident, I had a, like, oh, I'm so sorry feeling, because that was, that was what I was used to up till that moment. The only person I know that is a, is, likes to be scared is her. And so, so twice it took me. By the second time, I said, oh, wait, you don't have to say you're sorry to myself as I was about to speak it and to my body. And I was like, I forgot you like being scared. I'm going to actually try doing it on purpose. But I actually am not good at playing tricks. But I'm going to try that sometime. Or at least I'm going to remember that I don't need to say I'm sorry. Or feel like, oh my gosh, I just scared them. Because you like it. And with twice alone, because that's what Zen masters do with their mind and body. Again, it's your brainstem, your limbic system, and your cortex. Your neurofeedback. So I sent back to my nervous system, hey, it's okay, don't, don't do flight, fight, fright, it's good, or freeze, don't, don't, you're not doing anything wrong. There's no need for safety behavior response. It's cool, it's green, stay green light, green light, twice, that's it. I've done this before and I've shared it to you. One of my loved ones, they don't get surprised when they get surprises or they don't get like, oh my God, how, and that one took me, about three times because that was still me working with okay you know you don't have to actually feel this way about this and this so I had a little bit of a chit chat with myself as well of not implementing I think because I get excited for gifts that other people would get excited for gifts and if they don't then it means they don't like the gift right so here's where no it's not true and so when you actually see another person it means you hear their thoughts, their emotions, what they tell you. So how they feel about something, you hear them. And how they think about something, you hear. And you don't say, mm, you know what, they're lying. They're just making it up. And so every time you give a gift or you scare, it's like, ah, you know, I'm just going to keep on. So basically, people accuse people of lying to them by assuming, and this is only the Zen master's, Again, because I think of people who think of themselves as smart, but they consistently and religiously do stuff like that. You're making up an excuse. You're just justifying, no, I'm not. You're making up an assumption, and then you're not disengaging from, and I'm not going to argue with you about it because I don't really care that you have an assumption that you've made clear, which is not true. We don't care that other people don't accept who we are and we don't hide it from them. We accept. So here's where family, we have a playground. It's called how to grow the fuck up and just allow yourself to remember, oh, wait, that's right. That's that person. I forgot. That's what they think about me. Oh, oh it's so cute. Oh, there you go. You reminded me about that one. Oh, I love it. So we learn the patterns of adaptive children. And that's all types. Again, I have a group of people. It's funny when they, they come up to again, have a little bit of time so that they can then have fun together. And I am serious. And you know how you know? Everyone, if you are 5D, you mastered love religiously, right? So you know about ventral vagal nervous system and your tone, right? And that the face of you is your heart. 
So <clears throat> the tone of people who are kind of teasing someone and it's kind of because they were talking. That there's a tone for that. Oh, it's a very interesting one. Yeah. So long story short, though, love is always fun. And family and likes and dislikes are always fun for those of us who are in our enlightenment soul age groups and masters. That's why our twin flame, flame, soulmates, oversoul, they keep expanding. We have a, all walks of life. Keep them coming. Keep the love moving forward. Be safe havens. Be secure bases. Allow yourself to be the Zen masters. And when you're with Zen masters, high five them. Let's have what is more than, oh, it's so amazing. Let's have fun with life and let's help to leave the lovely planet Earth better than yesterday for all of those future generations. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.